Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all-new, brand-new Russell Wortham show coming to you live, commercial-free, from my super-secret Batcave, folks. We are back, and back in the middle of greatness. Wow, 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 wow. How was SummerSlam? Goodness, that was incredible. We are talking all about the biggest event, the biggest party of the season, uh, SummerSlam, and uh, we've got a lot uh, going for us uh, as well. So, if you are new, come on in, kick your feet up, get something cool to drink. It is slightly less scorching (laughs) in the cave uh, today, so that is a good thing, and this is your one-stop shop for everything WWE, so very excited to have you here, I am heard all around the world in 32 different countries, hopefully by WrestleMania, it will be up to 50 but we are going to get there. We're going to get there. But, uh, yeah. So, very, very, very grateful to have y'all on board today. So, let me uh, just look at something really quickly. Uh, I'm seeing the runtime for SummerSlam. Oh, man. Uh, that, that was, that was a great SummerSlam. I mean, that was a great SummerSlam. A little bit, a little bit too long, though. Uh, my, my estimation. Um, that was, what, about, uh, four, uh, hours long? Maybe, maybe five? Let me, um. Just looking it up on uh, Peacock right now. Uh, And here we go. So SummerSlam. Yeah, four hours and ten minutes. My gosh, that was a long show but in fairness everything flowed everything flowed it was i mean chef's kiss it was amazing it there there were no dead spots that crowd in detroit rock city was hot that whole night it was insane um and every every match told a story and that is what is really really impressive when every single match has its own flow can really uh just uh, tell a story it was really just awesome to see so start off at the very very top uh we've got uh logan paul uh, defeating Ricochet by pinfall. Now, this was a heck of a match. It was 
you know, it was just nonstop action. Um, they were hitting uh, Ricochet and uh, uh, Logan Paul were hitting big, big, big moves on each other. Uh, it was fast paced. It was just ah, it was it was amazing. Here's the problem: that ending with brass knuckles with Logan Paul. Uh, and I'm like, Logan, you probably would have won had you not had your mystery friend guy uh, hand you a pair of brass knuckles. Uh, I'm just saying. You would have probably won. Uh, but I, I, I can't take away from Logan Paul's athleticism. I, I, you know, I just can't. It is off the charts. Uh, but I really, really loved that that first that first match. It was fast paced. It got people just immediately into the show, and then it just I mean, it 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 never let up. It was that good of a show. So um, next up, you've got uh, Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes, defeating Brock Lesnar. And I I remember thinking, oh my gosh, if this is only the second match, wow, these these people are going to get just tired out pretty quickly. I mean, it was, it was absolutely just, oh, it, it was, it was, it was brutal. It was brutal in really the best part, uh, best uh, possible ways because you saw Cody Rhodes, who <clears throat> was you know the you know the big baby face, the big uh, good guy, if you will, uh, just getting the snot beaten out of him by Brock Lesnar, so much so to the point that. Uh, Michael Cole, who was on commentary, was saying, "Stay down, Cody. There's no shame in 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 losing. You know, think about your future. Blah blah blah. All this other stuff." But Cody absorbed all that, came back, came back, and and then uh, just turned it on uh, towards. Uh, the end. That was absolutely you know, amazing to, to, to watch. Uh, they were hitting each other with just big shots. Again, Brock Lesnar was doing his thing. I can't be mad at Brock Lesnar for anything. I just, you know, I can't. I just, you know, I just, you know, I can't. Um, and apparently Brock is going to be shut down until at least... Uh, WrestleMania, which I get. I mean, I I totally get, and I think that, um, yeah, I you know I I get that we are going into the fall months. He's got to go back up uh, to uh, Canada to uh, you know to, to to work on you know his farm to to uh, you know to harvest and 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 all that. So I I get it. I. I get it. I really do. 
Um, but yeah, Cody Rhodes, my gosh. And at the end, and I didn't see this part. Um, I just kind of, you know, uh, I, I, I fast forwarded through this part. But apparently, uh, Brock and Cody shook hands, like legitimately shook hands at the end of match. And it was just this really cool feel-good moment. And I, I I don't know. I I know that they've got to have a balance of good guys and bad guys, baby faces and heels. I, I, I understand this. I hope that they say, Brock, you're not a heel. <laughs> He's not. He's not. Brock Lesnar, this version of Brock Lesnar, I wish were there 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I mean, he was the next big thing. He was the next big thing. And, you know, he he just was, you know, physically imposing. He, he still is. <laughs> Believe you, me. But <clears throat> I, I wish that this version of Brock Lesnar was back 20 years ago. But, you know, it's an evolution with the guy. Uh, and, um, you know, um, Cody Rhodes, and I can't remember, um, where I read this, so, so I apologize in advance, but I was reading a, an article and he was saying something along the lines of when, <clears throat> when match was done, I was so sure that, that Brock was going to, to knock me out. And he didn't. He, you know, stood in the ring, shook hands, you know, lifted each other's, you know, uh, arms, you know, up in the air, you know. And it was just, oh, man, it was such a really, really cool moment. So kudos to uh, Cody Rhodes. Frankly, I don't know where Cody Rhodes goes from here. Because if the story is, I'm going after the WWE Universal Championship, which he is, then why is he still slumming around on Raw? I, I honestly don't get that. I honestly don't get that. I think that Cody Rhodes is marketable. He is the most marketable that he has been in a very, very long time. And with respect to his time outside of WWE, and especially when he helped to start up uh, AEW, th this is the most marketable that Cody's ever been. Ever. And so I look at it and I say... Why are we why are we dealing with this? Why are we why are we dealing with with, with this type of you know situation when when it's very clear that Cody wants to go after Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns isn't gonna be you know around until at least Survivor Series. Um that's that's a whole other story we're going to get to. But, uh, yeah. 
Uh, next up was the 25-man Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royal. Try saying that five times fast. And there was some really decent action. It wasn't this Battle Royal that was done in like five minutes, you know. They, they actually took time and they really, they, you know, they took their time. And thankfully, thankfully, WWE finally decided, you know what? We're going to move on uh, LA Knight. We're going to start working on LA Knight because WrestleMania coming up. Uh, or uh, back in uh, Los Angeles, I should say. Now LA Knight, and very rightly said, you can't have an LA WrestleMania without LA Knight. And everybody was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah. Turns out, they didn't have him on the card. Then, you know... Uh, you know, m- you know, money in the bank, and everybody thought, "Oh man, okay, he's gonna win money in the bank. It's gonna be great." Blah blah blah, and he didn't win money in the bank, and so I'm like, so <laughs> with Russ or excuse me, uh, with um. SummerSlam with the Battle Royal, I thought, how are they going to screw it up this time? How are they going to pull out the rug from out from under the guy this time? Thankfully, WWE didn't. So we'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, <clears throat> next up, uh, what um, is touted to being the. Uh, Final match for Ronda Rousey in WWE. Now, I don't suspect that it's going to be the final match ever for Ronda Rousey in WWE. I just, I think there's too much, um, you know, I think there's just too much investment in Ronda. And I think that, yeah, I, I think there's just too much investment. So I don't think that this is going to be her final match. It was it was a really good match. It was an MMA it was an MMA rules uh, match. So uh, no count out, no uh, pinfall, uh, no disqualification. It was basically you you know you win by you know tap out or pass out you know and so Rhonda and Shayna just really beat the holy heck out of each other it was mat based it was brutal it was if you are a student of MMA okay if you're a student of UFC and of course Shayna and Rhonda, you know, part of the four horsewomen of MMA. You dreamt of this. 
you dreamt of this because it was like, well, Shayna got the wins, but Ronda got the accolades. And so you just kind of thought, okay, well, are they ever going to really get get together? And uh yeah. Um it was it was that, you know, it was it was just that that really, you know, good solid match and uh Shayna uh choked out uh Ronda Rousey. Now, how would I book Ronda Rousey if she comes back to WWE? Um not how they've been booking her now. They should have taken one page from UFC. And that is, and I've said this on a number of occasions. The attraction of Ronda Rousey was that from start to finish, from the time she went down to the octagon to the time she got interviewed inside the octagon was about five minutes. Start to finish. It was about five minutes. You knew you were getting a special attraction when you saw the baddest woman on the planet going down there and tapping out her opponent and then talking uh, in, in, in the ring, you know, inside the octagon. And like I said, it was like five minutes. And that, anybody, you know, I mean, you, you could go on to, uh, you know, the internet, you go on to YouTube, you go on to, you know, ESPN. And they would tell you, you know, hey, she won in about 30 seconds. And you knew that that's what you were going to get. What WWE did wrong was completely throw that that idea out the window. And saying, okay, well, Rhonda, we need you to go out there for 20, 25, 30 minutes. And it's just like, why? I mean, I think combination of that, combination of the fact that Rhonda did not go through NXT, did not work her way up through, you know, through, through the business. And it's like, here's Ron Rousey, and she's going to have her very first match with Kurt Angle against Hunter and, and, and Stephanie at, at WrestleMania. And then, of course, the whole pointing to the signs and the, the, whole, the whole thing. I think it really irked fans to, to know, you know, to know it, myself included. I, I was a fan of Ron Rousey's, and I thought... Oh my gosh. Why are you pointing at these signs? That means something, Rhonda. I mean, I don't know if you... Um, I'm sure she knew what she was doing. And maybe she was like... You know, may, maybe somebody got to her and said, Hey, this is how you get some real heat on yourself. You know? Um... Now, she got to legitimately point at the WrestleMania sign last year after winning the Royal Rumble. Um, 
But that's how I would book Ronda Rousey going forward. Is I would say, come in, bell to bell, it's five minutes. And you know, you know that's what you're going to get. You're going to get this butt-kicking, no-nonsense, you know, uh, wrestler. And, you know, if, if Paul Heyman wants to work with... Um, you know, Paul Heyman wants to work with uh, Ronda Rousey. I, I, I think this could be a, just a really good, solid time, especially when the sale, uh, you know, and the merger between UFC and WWE, you know, finally, um, uh, you know, finally, uh, you know, ends up. Um. Yeah, I think it's the end of uh, of next month. So I don't know. We'll we'll see how that works. But that's how I would book Ronda Rousey going forward. Uh, next up for the Intercontinental Championship, Walter. Yes, I know it's Gunther, but I'm always going to call him Walter. Walter versus Drew McIntyre. This was hard hitting. It was back and forth. It was physical. It was just two grown men just beating the holy heck out of each other. <laughs> but what it wasn't was a win for Drew McIntyre. And I'm sorry. I am worried. I am worried for for Drew. I just look at this and I'm thinking, that was a resounding thud. You know, people were like, you know, where where's Drew McIntyre? Where's Drew McIntyre? Is he going to leave WWE? Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And then Drew comes back. He's like, I'm going after the Intercontinental Championship, which I'm thinking, why? You lost in heartbreaking fashion in Cardiff to the bloodline, essentially the bloodline. So why are you only going after the Intercontinental Championship? Don't get that. This guy was one of the people who carried not just WWE, but wrestling, professional wrestling on his back during the pandemic. And now you're telling me that he's only going for the IC championship? I'm not really buying that. So, Walter beats Drew McIntyre and it just... Uh, it, it it just it felt like a thud, and I guess, and, and now we're 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 under thirty days now. I think we're like twenty seven days away from uh, Walter uh, doing what nobody thought was going to happen, and that was to uh, blow past the honky tonk man for. Uh, the longest reigning 
or the longest reign in Intercontinental Championship history. Can somebody stop him before that? Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, Walter's gone through everybody. (laughs) He has literally gone through everybody. I don't see him losing. I you know I I just I just really don't. Uh next up yeah does Seth freaking Rollins aka Kobe uh beating Finn Balor by pinfall uh to uh hold on to the world heavyweight championship. This was a good match. Anyway, you know what it really was. Um, the the ending was botched. You know with you know with with the briefcase and you know you know with the briefcase you know and, you know and all that and um, you know and uh, Damian Priest with you know. Actually going into the ring and then just, it was it was it was a it was a mess, but uh, this was a really good match. Is this going to be Finn Bauer's last chance at you know uh, you know uh, you know a championship inside of the main roster of WWE? Of course not, but fact that he's lost now twice to um, to uh, uh, Colby this year and the fact that uh, he's you know that I mean he you know he lost against Roman Reigns now he's lost twice to Colby in the space of this year, and of course, Roman Reigns was, I believe, was last year. Is this going to be just the pattern? And I don't know. I, I think possibly, pos- possibly, but you know, we'll we'll see what happens uh, with um, with with that. Right. Um, Except you have Bianca Belair defeating Asuka uh, and uh, Charlotte Flair by pinfall to uh, regain the WWE Women's Championship. Heck of a match. Heck of a match. It was back and forth. Everybody had their turn. Um, But... um, you know that that ending, where um, you know that ending where Oscar um, uh, spit that uh, mist into Charlotte Flair's face. You know on, on uh, you know the the uh, the figure eight, and um, yeah, it was just kind of. Like, what the heck, you know? But Bianca, um, you know, would, um, would take advantage. And uh, she 
won the match, and then no sooner that she won, then Io Sky with Bailey came uh, down there, cash in the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase, and uh, now Io Sky is your new uh, WWE Women's Champion, and uh, that was that was that was something else. Um, and everybody was just going nuts for uh, for EO uh, winning that that match. Uh, finally, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman, and you could argue <laughs> Solo Sokola and Jimmy Uso. They all beat every one of them. You know, uh, ganged up to beat Jey Uso um, to um, uh, re- uh, to uh, remain the undisputed WWE champion and your tribal chief. And uh, that match, I mean, it was a great match. It went in, you know, uh, about thirty six minutes. Um, but, um, yeah, that just, I, I, I don't know. That just, uh, that was, that was just heartbreaking to watch, especially with, with Jimmy coming out and, and, and screwing over Jay like he did. Um, I just, I thought that was. That was something, um, but, um, that match proved to me that WWE had no, A, they don't have an actual storyline. They just don't. They don't have a storyline. It's just kind of like, Roman's beating everybody. Okay, uh, we don't have a storyline. And B, that Roman Reigns isn't going to lose that title till at least WrestleMania and may not even lose it at WrestleMania in Philadelphia. So, uh, yeah. Now, <clears throat> um, what I was um, just kind of uh, so that that's the uh the the main card for SummerSlam. Now, as far as uh the press conference afterwards, um, it was great seeing Bill after there. I mean, it was it was great seeing Bill after there. I mean, you know, guy that uh, was the 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 editor, um. Uh, of uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated uh, for years and years and years and years and years. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, th- this guy is a living legend in terms of uh, being a, a, not just a wrestling journalist, just a, just a journalist, period. You know. And... It's frustrating as all get out. Um, three three things stood out to me 
um, from from this press conference. One, Triple H is the king of giving you absolutely nothing. He's the king of giving you absolutely nothing when it comes to, you know, uh, questions why this happened, storylines, um, any of that. Just he he's the king of giving you nothing. Okay, that's number one. Number two. Um it was awesome seeing Io Shirai um with her you know with with her championship and all that. Um and I don't mm, I don't mean this as a knock. I'm 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 saying this as a bit of a statement of, uh, I guess you could say statement of fact. I don't. Eo can speak English. She can. She can speak English. I don't think she's comfortable speaking English, and that's not a knock. Not even close. Uh, pulling the curtain back a bit. My uh, one of my aunts is from Japan, so I I get it. I get, I get that. You know, I I I I, I get that you know, may not feel comfortable in in that type of a speaking role. Um. But yeah. Um. And then um. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing that stood out to me was that, um, and I, I apologies, I, I, I can't remember her name right off the top of my head. So, so I, you know, absolute 100% apologies. There is a uh, woman there. That was asking Paul Heyman, well, what are you going to do when the bloodline dissolves? What are you going to do? And he he bit her head off. I mean, he just bit her head off. And it's like, did you not hear the previous question? We're only in the third inning. And, 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 and so, you know, I'm not... You know, the, the, this is a story, and blah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, Paul. It was a valid question, and you bit her head off. I I was like, I like you, Paul. I really do. I really do. But you bit her head off. It was just like, what the heck? Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was... Really, uh, really interesting. Um, so anyway, so there's that. Uh, very quickly, uh, we uh, are barreling towards. I'm presuming to be the uh, final episode of uh, season four of Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, with uh, that being um, the much talked about episode about Marty Jannetty. Uh, so this was this week 
uh, I watched the uh, episode on Bam Bam Bigelow, and I mean, it was it was a really you know, it was a really good story. Um, yes, unfortunately, drugs caught up to uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. But um, before that, man, I mean, the size, the speed, the athleticism uh, of, of Bam Bam Bigelow, I mean... He was he was a just really agile uh, big man in the early to to, to mid nineteen eighties. I mean, Bam Bam Roy had that rocket strapped to him, um, and so yeah, um, so it was really cool seeing. Um, you know, the, the footage of, of, of Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, WWE, uh, WCW, ECW. It was, it was just really, really amazing. And it's sad that he, they, they passed away. Uh, so next week, uh, we are going to be talking about Bash at the Beach 2000. And that had a lot of people talking online. And then in two weeks, we will be going through what I'm, again, what I'm guessing to be is the finale of season four. Dark Side of the Ring, Marty Jannetty. So we are getting close to the finish. Uh, very quickly also, um, a little bit of an update from me personally. Uh, I reached out to uh, the uh, staff, uh, to uh, the... Um, the uh, management, if you will, of uh, the student radio uh, on the campus, beautiful campus of the University of Arizona. Heard back from them yesterday, and they said, yeah, students, staff, anybody can be a host, and you know, they were really intrigued by my uh, wanting to host, you know, either like a like a sports show or like a, a uh, you know, a wrestling show. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So hopefully, working idea is that uh, I will be on the radio uh, here well, probably you know first of of next month. Um, it'll be a once a week, one hour a day, or or w- once a week, one hour uh, show. And so we'll kind of have to see how that all uh, pans out. 
what will happen to this particular show? Well, like I've said uh, many, many times before, I don't think this is going to impact anything that I do with this podcast. I, I really, I really doubt that. Um, you'll see how this works. Hopefully I can get onto, you know, the actual like radio. Um, if I do, I will certainly, um, uh, share with you the, um, you know, website you can go to. So you can listen to me on, on a weekly basis, uh, at, uh, the, uh, University of Arizona. So, uh, very, very exciting times. Hope that this, um, keeps progressing. So, uh, that is that. Well, uh, that is the show for this week. I will be back next week. We will talk about everything that happened after, uh, SummerSlam. Of course, we will be doing, uh, the, uh, penultimate episode of, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, Bash of the Beach, 2000. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll we'll go from there. Very grateful to everybody listens to me on a weekly basis. Grateful to um, Envato Elements. Grateful to uh, Mr. Craig Smith, the Godfather, as I like to call him, and the good folks over at OneStopWrestling.com. Uh, very grateful for all of that. So. I will see you guys next week, and until I see you guys next week, this is Russell Wortham, and just like the Beatles saying all those many, many years ago, love is all you need. I will see you guys next week.